Welcome to another episode of Not So Vanilla. I am your host, Chloe, and this is the place, the open space, where you and I can discuss the not-so-traditional ways of living your most authentic life. Hello, everyone. Firstly, thank you so, so much for listening in last week to the first episode of Not So Vanilla. The support and words of encouragement I received from so many of you was honestly incredible. So I just wanted to take a quick moment today to say thank you, thank you, thank you. You are all honestly so amazing and I appreciate it so much. So without further ado, let's get into episode two. I really want to keep you all up to date on this new life that I'm creating for myself. So I'm going to be providing a bit of a weekly update as to where I'm at. And you will all know whether I've had a good week, a bad week, or one that's just been a bit steady. So for this week, and it is a little bit of a cheeky one, I will be in LA when you listen to this episode. And I'll be meeting up with a guy that I met in a bar in New York. That's right wild i know my mom honestly thinks it's going to be an episode from taken and that i'm never going to return but honestly let me assure you i know i'm going to be fine on that theme today we're going to talk about dating we'll cover the different styles different methods strategies and identify where you potentially sit on that sliding scale we'll talk about being honest with how you want to date for the stage of your life that you're in right now and not feeling any pressure by society or people around you as to how you should be behaving or acting or uh, you know dating in a certain way it's all about how to be in tune with what you really want right now what you desire and just running with that we'll also cover a little bit around identifying when things in the dating process might be going really well and when it might be time to just look after your heart and take an exit. Then to finish off, we'll cover how to let someone down to advise them. You're not interested without ghosting them. That's right. My people, we are not ghosters. We are decent people. Now, of course, I've got a few of my own examples and experiences in there to share. So I'm hoping you can all relate. Let's get into it. Shall we? No matter how far we've come along in the world of dating, I still believe that there is a hell of a lot of pressure on how we should be behaving, how we should act, what we should ask, what we should not ask, what we should wear, our behavior during the date, and then our behavior following the date. There are all these different rules, different games that we should abide by. Honestly, I don't believe in it. I think that we cannot say that there is one size fits all. We all have different needs. We all have different desires. We all have a different way of doing things. We're all different people. So how can you say that everyone has to act or behave a certain way when they're dating when we all want different things? So really do whatever floats your boat. You do you boo. There's not one size that fits all. So let's figure out what your dating style is and then let's run with that. I think it really depends as well on the stage in your life that you're at. Um, You might want to be dating someone long-term you could you know you might want to be getting into a relationship or you might just be wanting to have a bit of fun and i think there is so much pressure especially as you get a little bit older especially in your 30s that you should be finding someone to settle down with and i just really want to reduce that stigma and i think in this episode today i'd just love to talk about a few different types of ways that you can date um, and how you can identify which is the best way to date for you so you know if you want to play the game, you like being chased, go for it. I don't suggest playing people, but if you do like that whole cat and mouse thing, go for gold. You're after a bit of casual sex, why not? Oh, 
God, the judgment I would get for just being like, yeah, I just want to go have some sex with people. Like what's wrong with that? You just want a bit of fun. It's not a crime. Like as long as you're being safe and looking after yourself and, you know, being sensible, I think that you can go and get whatever you want. And if you don't want to go be wined and dine, you just want to go have a drink and go home and have some fun, then do that. It's not hurting anybody else. It's exactly what you want. I think the danger comes in there is if you are bowing down to obviously pressure or doing things that you don't really want to do, but it's because you think the other person might want to, or you should be doing that. So I think that's a whole other thing to talk about. Um, but what I think is really important is that you do what you want to do and don't really give a damn what other people think you should be doing. You know, if you are wanting to be upfront and honest with people, do it. Oh God. If you don't want to play games, don't play games. Just tell them off about what you want, when you want it. If you want it now, let's go. I think the caveat to all this though, is that, you know, you need to be honest with yourself and how you date, wherever you fit on that sliding scale, don't be yes yourself or others and be realistic about the consequences of um, of that type of dating. You know, if you are someone that loves a game, be prepared for someone not wanting to deal with that. You know, you are most likely going to attract someone else that loves games too. And look, you know, it could be a lot of fun if they're a hunter and love the chase, especially when they nail you go for it. <laughs> if you are looking for casual sex, you need to be careful with that. I think it's a very old tale, but I do believe that when, you know, you do engage with casual sex with someone, um, one person is going to get more attached than the other. It's, it's just the way it goes. You can prove me wrong. Feel free to write in and let me know. But in my experience, it's always the case. So how do you manage this? It's all about honest conversations. Even if someone is going to get hurt, it's better to be upfront with someone, let them know what you're looking for instead of leading someone along down this little path of casual sex when they think it might be getting something, turning into something more serious when really it's not. Um, and if you are on the receiving end where you are the one that is starting to develop feelings, been there, done that, just get out. Honestly, you know, that person just wants you for sex. You know, they did not want a relationship. So do not waste your time dating this person or not even dating. Like, let's be real. When you are in a casual sex situation, you are just hooking up with them on a casual basis and they really don't put in any other effort than that. And that's through no fault of their own because they've probably been pretty honest with what they're looking for. And if they haven't, you should just leave them anyway, because they're a dick. Um, so yeah, I think honest and open conversations is always the way to go, but also being honest and open with yourself. If you're in a situation that you don't want to be in, in that stage of your life, take the exit door. Upfront and you lay it all out on the table, be prepared for some people not to be ready for that. Some people don't know what they want. A lot of people don't know what they want. So if you know what you want, you put it all out there and they can't give you an answer as to whether they're ready to commit or not, take stage left because you are just going to be wasting your time waiting for someone to commit when you are ready to commit. I have also been there. I've also done that. And it ends up just being really painful. And you are just lingering on for this one person to be like, oh yes, I will take you. I will give you a chance. Like you are worth much more than that. And you can go and find someone who takes one look at you and is like, yep, I'm in, let's go baby. Uh, but look, on the other side of that, if you are someone that likes to take it slow, keep it open and see where it takes you, just be prepared for someone who is what you just were before, someone that wants to take it faster, wants to dive in much quicker than you do. I think the whole point of what I'm saying here is that even 
though some people might not be in line with what you want, you are still living your dating truth, so to speak. So the right person will come along, even if you have to go through a few to get there. It's that whole thing of attracting the right people to you because what you're putting out, you're going to get right back in. And if that person you're dating doesn't like what you're putting out there, then they're not for you. For me personally, I have trialed a few methods. I've played the game, you know, taking ages to text back, not giving any clues, treating them mean, keeping them keen. God, I am exhausted just talking about that because honestly, that is the method I've spent the least amount of time on. As I'm really impatient and I'm a fairly direct person, I usually get straight to the point. So playing that game of not texting back when I want to text back and wondering how to say a certain phrase or how to speak to this person, it drove me up the wall because I'm like, why can't I just say what I feel or what I mean? And why can't I just text them straight away? What is the deal here? So I got pretty tired of that whole game playing thing and it just comes down to the fact that I'm not someone that likes to play games, so why do it? If I'm playing games with someone, I'm not really showing my most authentic self there. So whoever I'm dating at the time isn't going to see the real me. Whereas if I'm like, hey, I had a great time with you, would love to see you again, they're either going to be like, oh, my God, she's so forward, what a freak. Or they're going to be like, oh, damn, this girl knows exactly what she wants, let's go. And so obviously I would want that latter person to come into my life because they're taking what I'm putting out. Uh, or that's not the right saying, they're um, picking up what I'm putting down, <laughs> that thing, whatever it is. Um, so, you know, just act how you want to act and you'll attract the right people. It's only now that I know, and perhaps this is a stage of my life right now, is that I'm someone that is non-monogamous. Now, this doesn't mean that I want to sleep with every Tom, Dick and Harry, or Harry Ant, should we say. I originally thought it was... Maybe because I was bisexual, you know, if I date a man, I want a bit of a woman. If I date a woman, I want a bit of a man. But I honestly think that's a massive cop out because it's really not that black and white. I truly think it is because this is the stage of my life right now. This is what I want. Who knows? In years to come or I don't know, maybe tomorrow I'll meet some woman or man who I fall head over heels and heels in love with and I want to spend the rest of my life with them. But for me, what I know right now, this is what I want and that's what matters. Truthfully, I enjoy the freedom of enjoying others. And with that, I love the idea of enjoying others with my significant other. Now that takes us on to a whole other conversation, which we are going to leave for another time, which is all about adding a third or more broadly speaking, an open relationship um, and what those conversations look like and how to have those conversations because it is can be really hard um, and you need to be in the right space to do that and of course you need to be really respectful of each other and there's all these different types of conversations you need to have um but really what it all comes down to is communication transparency and honesty but as i said we're going to get into that in another episode um i'm hoping that my friend who has had similar experiences is going to join me on that episode so we can hear from her on how she's dealt with it too so stay tuned Okay, so now we're going to get into when you are dating someone, pre-relationship, things are going well, you're not official yet, but it's looking good. I think that this is the most crucial time that you are as honest as you can be about your intentions, what you want, and how you feel, both with yourself and with the other person. Because the worst thing that you want to happen is that you're dating this dude or chick for months on end, and it doesn't go anywhere, and you end up getting hurt or you hurt them. And I don't like to say that anything was a waste because we always learn from these situations, 
But what you do learn from this scenario is that you could have saved you and them a lot of time by just having these more honest conversations earlier on in the dating process. And you and them again could be with someone that was more in line with both your dating needs. And if you don't feel confident or comfortable enough to ask this person you're dating where they're at or where they see it going or how you feel, either it's potentially really early on in the process, like, I don't know, a couple of dates in and you don't really know or they don't really know what's happening yet, um, or you know that there is something wrong, something's not right. You know that this situationship, something just feels a little bit off. You're not confident about something. Though that is really hard to come to terms with. You want to think that it's all under control. You've got this. You guys are exclusive. Even if you haven't talked about it, you're not seeing other people. So it's fine. You know, it's fine. It's all going to work out. You can't, you're going to get together eventually. You'll be official. It's fine. You'll go on Facebook soon. It's totally fine. You'll get up a couple photo on Instagram. It's all good. It's totally fine. You just can't let them go. And I can honestly speak about this from my own experience. I ended up being in a two and a half relationship with someone who dated me, strung me along for 10 months before asking me to be his girlfriend. I would lie to people and say that we were official, but deep down, I knew that we weren't. Yes, we were exclusive, but we never were really officially dating, as he would say. And I think the worst part about it is that he would make it very clear that we weren't official. Like, what does that even fucking mean? Seriously. Uh, anyway, I can like I can see the whole viewpoint of people saying, well, you were exclusive, what's the drama? But what I see looking back is me covering it up, me saying to friends and family that we were boyfriend-girlfriend when we weren't because he wouldn't acknowledge that. So I was lying to make myself feel more comfortable, to reassure myself because I knew that if I told my friends and my family that a guy I was seeing for 10 months exclusively hadn't asked me to be his girlfriend, and made a real point about that, that they would have something to say about it. Honestly, I just was not secure enough and I did not hold myself in a high enough regard or value to really ask for what I wanted and to potentially walk away from something that wasn't right for me. I was scared and I was afraid of letting go. And that's been a really big lesson for me. And I really empathize with anyone out there that is going through that because it's really hard to to think that you are going to end up with someone and to spend months on end investing into a relationship that you just really want, you really want it to work, you know deep down that it's just not right, you know that deep down that there's something wrong with it, but you just you just can't walk away. Um, it's hard. It's really hard. But you need to look after you. You need to walk away because it's going to hurt you at some point. Whether that's now or in the future, you will get hurt. So it's best that you have that uncomfortable conversation, that you get up and that you value yourself and you treat yourself with the respect that you deserve because you will thank yourself later. Right. So the last part of our episode today is talking about how to reject people or perhaps more kindly or softly how to let people down, advise someone you're not interested, honestly, anything that is not ghosting. As I said at the start of this episode, friends, we are not ghosters. We are decent people. Look, look, if I'm being completely honest, I have ghosted someone before in my early 20s. Let's be real. But I felt like a shit human since that. So we live and we learn. Life motto. So here's how to not do that. 
And I want to start by talking about my own ghosting stories where I have been ghosted. I know, shock horror. Um, let's talk about the first one, which I think is the most painful one. Um, it's honestly like something I laugh about now, but anyway, let's get into it. So let's call this person Sid. Sid and I meet on a night out. We obviously hit it off. We start to have a lot of fun. He starts visiting at me at my house. I start visiting him at his house. I think things are going pretty great. Though I do start to ignore some little red flags along the way. I remember my housemate at the time, this was pre me living alone. She wasn't really impressed with, with him, uh, with some of his behavior. Yeah, she thought he was really hot. He was like such a babe. But some of his actions, um, you know, rocking up to the house hours after he said he would, turning up to my place a bit drunk. It was very much along the lines of those, I'm a bit of a booty call, I'm a little bit convenient, uh, but I just refused to see that. I was like, oh, no, like, this is great. This is going really well. Like, we really like each other. I see this going somewhere. Honestly, if I look back at that and I think about how I was feeling at that time, I knew deep, 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 deep down that there was something going on here and I was just in major denial. I just wanted to be accepted and loved by this hot guy, you know, like that's pretty normal for a young 20 something year old. Anyway, so time goes along, I'd say maybe two and a half months in, maybe even three months. We hadn't gone on a date yet. Red flag. He hadn't take like nothing out in public. It was all just at each other's houses, right? And look, I get that if you live in the middle of nowhere in the sticks, like all my country friends, totally get it. You just got to cook each other a nice home-cooked meal and that's about it. Like <laughs> when you're in the city though, there is no excuse. You have everything at your doorstep. So why can't you just take someone out for a nice night? It doesn't have to be super fancy. It can just be something casual, but you can take people out. Anyway, finally, he suggests something really fun a night in a hotel oh god you can imagine me a 20 something year old being wooed by this hot man and then he's like yeah let me book a hotel and let's spend the night together and I'm like oh my god all my dreams can't even be true like he's such a fantasy wow anyway we did have an amazing night um and I was like this is it you know he's, he's going to ask me out on another date and we're, we're going to become exclusive soon like I see it happening about a week later silence. I did not hear a thing. Maybe there was a couple of casual messages after that night in the hotel, but silence. Sent him a message, crickets. A follow-up message, nothing. Obviously I was going, oh my gosh, did I do something? Does he not like me? Was he just using me? Like, did he have that one night with me and that was all he wanted from me after two and a half months, maybe three months of spending all this time with each other? I went to his house. He cooked me dinner. I cooked him dinner. We spent all this time together. What, is, what do you mean? He doesn't want to see him anymore. What do you mean? He's not replying to any of my messages. What's going on? Honestly, like the frantic mind of me in my 20s, just like, can't deal. Um, but yeah, that was that. <laughs> never heard from him again. Like, honestly, I've never heard from that guy again. No idea what I did, no idea what his intentions were. I don't know. Well, actually, <laughs> that's a lie. I know what happened because I found out through another friend who knew that same um, circle of people. So it turns out while him and I were sleeping together, he then hooked up with his roommate's wife who he was living with and then got her pregnant. Yeah. That's right. Pretty sure they're still together to this day. Have no idea where he is or what he's doing, like blocked him on social media, obviously. Um, but yeah, 
I was going to over to his house. She was there uh, and they were sleeping together the whole time while I thought he was wooing me and we were going to start a relationship. So look, that was honestly like that was the worst. I can't, I, I cannot comprehend how people would treat someone would treat someone like that. Obviously he just has no balls and couldn't come to the, come to, to the table with some honesty, like, sure, it would have hurt me at the time if he said, oh, I'm not interested in taking this any further, but it's a hell of a lot better than just ghosting me like that. Anyway, the most recent time as well um, was actually last year. This guy in particular wasn't as serious and it didn't go on for as long, but I think the way it played out was kind of wrong. So, well, it's always wrong, but this is why. So we started dating again, met on an app and I was fresh out of this you know, the start of this breakup that I went through. And I was like, oh, look, you know, let me, let me get myself back out there. I'm ready to date again. I'm ready to do this. Go on a date. It's great, you know. And we continue dating maybe a month and we haven't had sex yet. And this is, this is like a big deal for me, guys. I was really proud of myself. I'm like, oh, good on you, Chloe. You're taking a bit of mum's advice. Don't put it all out there on the first date. You know, I was really... I thought I was going leaps and bounds and I was setting my boundaries and I was living by my values. Oh, well, you know, I thought I was, I thought that's, this is what I was meant to be doing. Like, you know, keep it, take it slow, Chloe, like, you know, keep it together. Like don't put it all out there at the start. Anyway, we get a month in and this time the date's at his house and, you know, to be fair, up until this point, he'd taken me out. We'd gone for nice dinners, drinks. He would drive me home, all of that. So when he proposed having dinner at his house, I was like, Oh my God. Yes. Finally, I can get my kid off. So <laughs> we get to his house, have a nice dinner and then we have sex. The next day sent me a message, maybe two. I replied crickets again. <sighs> what the fuck? Honestly, <laughs> I was like, dude, you took me on dates for a month and then you slept with me and then you ghost me what is wrong with you? Oh God, I'd just been like through fucking hell and back with this heartbreak I was going through, you know, it was on off on off. And we just, like, I just found out he was seeing someone else. Like it was just a big, it was just a shit show. And my heart was just in a million pieces. And I was really sad and I actually had some really dark days. So he really kicked me while I was on the ground, that piece of shit. Um, anyway, <laughs> got a little bit heated there. Um, so a few days got a few days passed in this week and I was like, well, I'm going to call him out on his bullshit. So I can't remember exactly what the message said, but it was along the lines of, well, clearly you're not going to respond to me. Um, I'm not sure what's happened here, but I thought you were a more decent person than that. Um, I didn't think you were someone that would string someone along, sleep with them and then throw them to the curb. Perhaps next time grow a pair of balls and tell someone you're not interested instead of leaving them hanging. And did he reply? No, but the weirdo liked two of my LinkedIn posts like a month later. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? You like my LinkedIn posts, but you're not going to respond to my text. I don't get it. Maybe he'll listen to this episode and be like, oh my God, let me explain. Highly doubtful, but I don't get it. So look, my point of sharing those stories is that you're listening to this now and you're going, oh my God, how could someone treat Chloe like that? That's so shit. Like people are terrible people, but look at yourself. And as I honestly did with me, have you ghosted someone before? And you probably have. So let's take a step forward, draw a line in the sand and decide that we are not going to ghost people anymore. No, no more ghosting. So this is how it's done, right? 
and look, it's uncomfortable. Yes, to reject someone, to tell them you're not interested. Obviously, it's an uncomfortable conversation, but better to be uncomfortable and awkward with someone now, let them down a little bit, bruise their ego, than to string them along or just not, just ghost them completely and give them no idea as to why you're not interested or why why you're not pursuing them or the relationship is continuing. Like it's just it's just the worst thing to do. Just don't do it. So this is what you do. Well, this is what I've done and it's worked for me. So perhaps it could work for you if you find yourself in a situation where you're not interested, um, but you don't want to ghost them. All it is, is a little message. You know, you don't have to meet them in person and let them down. Honestly, hate to break it to you, but you probably didn't mean that, that much to them at this point. If you have just been dating for a little while, like a month or whatever, or maybe even a couple of months, you, you know, might know each other a little bit, but it's highly unlikely, look, I'm sure there's the exception to the rule that you head over, that he's head over heels or she's head over heels in love with you. They might really like you, sure, but they'll get over you pretty quickly. Like you're not the, you're not the source of their happiness. They'll find someone else that's more suited to them. So, you know, they're going to be okay without you. That's, that's the truth of it really. Um, so better to just rip the bandaid, tell them you're not interested now, and then you, you both can then move on with your life. So a good way to do it is just to send a message, like, I don't know, text message, WhatsApp, whatever. Um, always thank them for their time. Um, if, you know, you've gone on a couple of dates and you realize after the dates you're not interested, maybe it's a, hey, um, thank you so much for taking me out on a date last night or thank you so much for the time that we've spent together or the dates you've been, whatever it is, just thank them for the time you've had together. Um, then you can go into something along the lines of I've had a, I've had a think about us and I just don't see us having a future together or I don't see this going any further. Something along those lines. You don't have to go into the whole, I think you're a great guy. You're amazing. You're going to find the love of your life. Like that's all bullshit because if you think they're such a great person, then you'll be, then you'd stay with them. You wouldn't be going after someone else or leaving the situation. You obviously don't think they're great enough to be with them. So don't lie. And that's all, everyone knows that that's bullshit. So just say it how it is, but be nice and polite. Um, so say thank you. Tell them that you don't see it working out or you don't see a future together. And then just wish them all the best. Um, that's all you can do, you know, nice, polite, to the point. As I said, they're going to get a little bit hurt. Their ego will be bruised. If they are, I don't know, maybe a bit of an insecure person, they might lash back, lash out back at you, but at least you know that you've done the courteous thing of letting them know that you're not interested in a nice and polite way instead of just ghosting them completely. So if they do lash back, if they do lash out at you, don't take it personally. That's just their own issues. Um, but in my experience, I've found that people will, I've had my one person go a little bit psycho, but like I had to block him eventually, but he lives overseas, so that doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, but someone else, I, a couple of other people I've done it to, they said, oh, look, you know, I, I'm really disappointed, obviously, thought you were great or whatever it is, um, but thanks, thanks so much for your honesty and for letting me know. So that's just how it is. And then you move on. Bin, end of situation. Nice, clean slate. Moving on. So that takes us to the end of another episode of Not So Vanilla. Thank you so much for listening in. If you did enjoy today's episode, please give me a star rating on Spotify and share with your networks if you'd like. I'd like to finish today by sharing a bit of a phrase that my mum likes to say from time to time. The standard you walk by is the standard you accept. And I really think that that encompasses everything we've talked about today. So thank you again, everyone, for listening in. 
Have a great week. Enjoy living a little bit unconventionally and let's chat next Wednesday.